On the 140th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of week four. We get you ready for week five, and as always, we give you our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to week five of Fantasy Lens, recording on Monday night, the barn burner between the 0-3 Bengals and 0-3 Steelers. Yeah. And for some reason, the Steelers still think they have a chance at uh, glory this year. To be honest, if you've done it for almost two decades, you just kind of assume it. I know. It's just such a weird trade. Like, you think you'd... I mean, they must really, like... Mason Rudolph, but you would be set up perfectly if you were just to put the season in the bag and then get your successor to uh, Big Ben. But I mean that you can't even think about that plan anymore because you trade your first round draft pick. Yeah. Yep. Super weird. Which I mean, as of right now, Dolphins are probably pretty happy with how it's looking. You know, maybe probably what top fifteen. They're gonna they're gonna have so many bets. <laughs> so you so you think and. So you're usually top ten if you go six and ten, because there's a lot of teams that are gummed up between seven and nine, nine and seven. Yeah. So to not go six and ten, to like go something better than that, they're zero and three, so it's thirteen games over. So you would have to go seven and six from here on out to finish seven and nine or better. So you would think if they're zero and three already, they're probably not going to have a winning record to end it. And their best outcome is like a six and ten season, which should put them in the top, top 10. ten. Which is damn. And then what? Dolphins will have the number one, number two pick on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, who's challenging them? Washington. Washington wa- might be challenging. Washington them. is definitely challenging them. Um, anyone else? Arizona's pretty bad again. Yeah, they got that tie. I though. think they'll pick something, pick a game up here right. or there. But yeah, John, the tie, right. the tie will save them <laughs> or doom them. Uh, the Jets are going to challenge. No, don't, <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. Why would you say Jets that? will pick up a couple games? They will Darnold definitely come get, back. They'll get two Listen, wins. they got Herndon coming back. They got Darnold coming back. They'll get two they'll wins versus the Dolphins, so they'll be. All I right. think they'll get to four. The Jets. I think they go four and twelve. I'm thinking they might get five and eleven. They might get a full. They might get all five fingers. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I think they make it all five fingers. All right, let's just go on to the good, the bad, and the ugly of week four. My good was that for the first time ever, Mariota and Winston threw three touchdowns on the same day. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. 2015 draft class finally showing up. Something like that, yeah. 15 or 15, right? No, 14, because this would be the... Wait, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18... No, 15, because they're at the last year of their rookie contracts. Okay, okay good. 2015 draft class. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Mariota, only starting quarterback, I heard this today, who um, has started every game this season and doesn't have a turnover. Huh. Doesn't mean he's good. Just They're just playing very conservative. It's a, it's, it's a stat. All up. It's, just, it's a stat. <laughs> well, it's definitely a stat. <laughs> Certainly that. The... Uh, but yeah, I mean, also Jameis Winston, biggest surprise of the day with the Rams, just throwing all over them. Yeah, that was that was disgusting. That was, I mean, I'm, I don't even know what to think about that game. It kind of makes the Giants win look 
decent before when everyone was just like, oh, they beat Tampa Bay. It like makes it look decent at least. Yeah, it's a little bit better for sure. The um, I mean, the Rams secondary is just so bad. They're Godwin and Evans were able to run all over the place. They didn't really like if if the Ram, if the Rams don't get consistent heavy pressure, they uh, their secondary doesn't really stand the chance. Yeah, no, they, that's the that's the thing. They have to get pressure. If they don't get pressure, they're gonna get beat over the top all day. And it, I, I mean, they have Buster Screen and Perry Nickel Nickerson playing a lot, and they're not they're not good. Yeah, that that's I don't unless they make some changes. I mean, which of course can definitely happen. I don't see the I don't think the Rams are gonna be. Uh, they should get Ramsey. It's just a bad game, though. I mean, they were three and zero. They beat. Uh, well, I guess they beat a severely hampered Carolina team. With severely Cam. hampered Saints and, and severely hampered Saints team. Severely hampered Saints team. Yeah. Um, hmm. But they, they <laughs> last year, right, where they gave up an an insane amount of points. That was versus yeah. Chiefs, right? Chiefs yeah. and Saints, right? Didn't they give up a lot against the Saints? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big. Uh, that was a big game. Um. So I don't know. I think I just think there's so many mediocre teams in the NFC that uh who's to say they don't have a chance? Like who's the who's the team that you're afraid of? There's no New England or Kansas City in the NFC, so like I guess that's true. Fine, they have a chance. I mean, I think if Drew Brees comes back healthy, New Orleans is I mean, if they could keep this up mm-hmm. and be in playoff contention, that's my that would probably be my favorite team right now. Um, let's hope they don't get <laughs> screwed a third year in a row. Well, they get screwed one year. I was gonna say it'll be the one Super- round. Later it'll be the Super Bowl year. this year. Yeah. That'll happen. So now that'll be pa- the Pats screwing them. So that's just being classic. Pats. And make it makes sense. You know, it's all leading up to that. The exactly. Patriots game, screwing the Saints, or the refs screwing the Saints first. The Patriots. So. <laughs> there's just no. Uh, there's really no team I'm confident in the NFC. I mean, fuck it. Even Detroit looks capable. Yeah. I mean, um, it's so weird. I mean, Seattle is at least has an experienced quarterback if they make it to the playoffs. I still like the Eagles. Um, I think once they get their wide receivers fully healthy, and I, I just don't like them. I think they're their secondary is rough though. A good team, yeah. I mean, and then it's been rough for the last few years. A lot of secondaries are rough though. I guess. Mm. Yeah. All right, Brian, you're good. My good. All right. I am going to, sorry. Uh, it went blank again. My note page. Jesus. So, okay. I'm just going to go off the cuff then. My good is, uh, I'll just go with an easy Gardner Minshew. Oh, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Why not? A good. I mean, he looked bad for most of the game. It was not bad, but he just looked normal for most of the game. Leonard Fournette, uh, just, just something got into him where he decided to be not one of the worst running backs in the league. Like and the don't get it wrong, he was one of the worst running backs in the league um, since he's came into the league. He <laughs> just he can't. He, I mean, what, his career average is like three point five yards a carry. Yeah. So this is going to boost it. This was amazing what he did. Um, I don't expect it to happen too much, but uh, yeah, Minshew leading a nice comeback, making some shifty moves. He's turning DJ Chark into. A viable wide receiver too. Uh, there was a touchdown called back. If that wasn't the case, he'd have his fourth good game in a row. Yeah. Um, and it's just uh, 
it's pretty cool to have these fresh faces, fresh quarterbacks doing good things in the league. It's it was always so much of the same old guys for so long. Yeah, and I'll tell you that the last drive of that game too. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys watched the that watched that at all. Um, I caught it, and the first play of that that drive, his, you know, arm got hit. Looked like it was gonna be could have possibly intercepted, and everything just ended. But like legit, like kept his composure and just fucking drove him right down the field and threw some really nice passes to like Westbrook, yeah. and it was just just solid. And you know, the the energy from Minshew, just loving it. Also, going back to Fournette, he had the, I don't think we mentioned it last week, but he had the funniest rushing line last week where he had, uh, like 13 carries for a 69, or for 66 yards with a long of 69. That's, yeah, that, I mean, that's Fournette for you. Yeah. If you you have him, sell him hard. Yeah, he's such a good two. Sorry, we just one yard, two yard, one yard, two yard, two yard, three yard, three yard, two yard, one yard, two yard, three yard, 40 yard. That's yeah. his game. Like every week. That this was weird. This was an aberration. Uh, um and Denver. Wow. Can that what is up with that team but, guarding against the run? Like Yeah. What the hell? And now Chubb's out, it's gonna be even worse. So like fire up running backs against Denver. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Anthony, you're good. I mean I had Minshew, so I'm just gonna stick with that. I loaded that one up. I had him loaded up. Huh? Okay. Well, so the two plays that were amazing by him, the one where he managed to bounce the ball and then throw it, that was pretty crazy. And then the touchdown pass where he was, like, wrapped up by two different players. Yeah, he pulled in Eli Manning and scrambled for eight seconds and then threw. He actually threw a good pass, not just a Hail Mary. Well, yeah, that was, I mean, that was the, the pure difference. That was a good pass. I'm not sure if I like the Uncle Rico comparisons. Like that's gonna, that's gonna, uh, that's gonna that, get that's that, like a that's gonna get old real quick. That's old because Minshew's good. <laughs> well, it's just also that movie is what fifteen years old now. I still like Daniel Jones more though. Well, <laughs> what about Kyle Allen? Though? You just have to throw that in there. I think Kyle Allen's third. I think Minshew has a great feel for the game and is a great guy you want in there. It's like rally a team, but he still hasn't put up any like huge statistical performance. He's a uh, he, re- he reminds me of a, well, it doesn't remind me because I wasn't alive, but he has the feel of a, uh, like a 70s quarterback where it's a lot of grit. Like he'll get knocked down a lot. He's not going to put up huge stats comparative yeah. for this era. Yeah, I guess. He's a perfect, just like, he's a perfect, just like, just keep me in the game, man. Yeah. Just keep us in the game, D. Just keep us in the game and I'll bring us over the finish line type quarterback. He's going to be the, uh, every announcer is going to say he just got the intang- intangibles to win. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Big, you know. He's a big intangible guy. You know, the first to get to the, the 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 gym in the field, the last to leave. You know, that kind of a uh, that kind of yeah. guy. <laughs> Jargon. But I like I like him. I do. I like the I like his. I mean, yeah, he's a likable guy. He's a big fan of Jorts, which you know I'm always a fan of people that are fans of Jorts. Yes. Um, I do love just all the stories. That the Jack Strap is a little much for me, but you know, I just like whatever. the stories. Uh, uh, not. Uh, it's a little much for you, John. Doubt it. <laughs> I don't know. If anybody was a jock shop guy of the three of us, it'd be you. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I just could see you. I think if you were in a locker room, I could see you just kind of chilling around in a jock shop. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that confident. 
I guess take that as a compliment, man. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, this isn't supposed to be some like backhanded like <laughs> uh, lose. Like everybody loves him for the jockstrap thing. I could just see you. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe that guy. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could see myself do it too. I've been to many parties where I wore that insanely revealing onesie. So I would. Uh, yeah. I am not. You remember that one I used to wear, John? That was. Is that uh, the was that the the striped one? Yeah, the striped one yeah. that just uh, completely showed. It was a, it was pretty tight in the thigh, pretty tight in the thigh region. It was a very like uh, Andre, uh, what's the let me out guy? Eric Andre, free the dick uh, kind hmm. type thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to football. Yeah. Um, instead of balls, balls. Um, all right. My bad is the Vikings pass offense. Freaking Kirk Cousins is killing me. Wow, way to grab, way to grab low hanging fruit. Well, I mean, <laughs> talking about balls, kind of lying through, you know. Well, I mean, it, it was just, I had to say, Adam Thielen pretty much said as much when he was just like, we gotta, we gotta be able to complete passes. And yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, and with those two wide receivers, it's obviously now a case of one of them's gonna have an above average game and one of them's gonna be factored out completely. Like, there's just, there's really not enough balls to go around where, Man, I would not. I have one of. I have Thielen, and even he's like, "Oh God, what are you going to get? Another six targets today? He's such a good receiver, and that's all you could get in this offense." Yeah, he's so so matchup dependent. Dependent now, when he was just plugging play past couple years. That whole team is besides Cooks. Yeah, you really can't play anybody on that team besides Cooks unless it's a good matchup. Because Kirk Cousins just can't play against good teams. Mm-mm. Nah, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's frustrating. I thought Adam Thielen was gonna be was gonna be perfectly fine wide receiver too, and then nope, we just did fucking we, Kirk Cousins. We did say though for sure this past week he was just in the sit pit. Yeah, that's like, true. Straight up. Were, yeah, you did put him in the sit pit, and he fucking needed to be there because that. Uh, Passing offense looked dreadful. Oh my god! Just think of the bullet that the Jets dodged by him spurning the Jets and going to the Vikings. I am not lying though. I would like to buy Thielen right now. I know I'm, I keep going into buying and selling. I just can't help it. I mean, we don't buy sell this week, so that's fine. So, I mean, I'd perfect. sell Diggs if people wanted him. It's. it's I think it's going to be. I think you might. Even, I don't know how much is. How much are you getting for Diggs? You know, like, he still has a little name value. I I guess, but anyone, I mean, I, maybe you could get like Eckler. No, probably no, not. No, no way. I I think you could buy Thielen for low, like maybe like low. Montgomery or one of those rookie running backs that Wait, have been for Thielen or Diggs. Well, average. I think he's selling Diggs, trying to get Montgomery. Yeah. Huh. Like, I, I'm trying maybe. to buy Thielen. To be honest, there's got to be some light at the end of this crappy tunnel. Somewhere, right? Well, they got the Giants next, so if they yeah. can't light up that secondary, then there's not too much light at the end of that tunnel. Yeah, that's true. Eh, maybe I'll try to make a move for Thielen this week since he's versus Giants, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, they have to be able. They have to show out against that secondary, especially the Giants' top three linebackers are out. They're really going to have nobody in the middle. So if a if a slot receiver can't get it done, um, then it's not going to get done. They should be able to carve up. The middle of the field against the Giants. So he's saying is buy Thielen, then after his massive game versus yeah. Giants, 
Selling. Or DFS stealing. <laughs> um, again, the their best linebacker just went down for the year. Their second best one has a hamstring injury. Their third best one has a concussion. So they're on their fourth string middle linebacker. <laughs> so like, <laughs> their fourth best one was not even in football last week. No, no, they just took it. yeah, just they actually uh, dropped them before the season and just picked them back up. Yeah. You hate to see that to like not have somebody not make it past training camp and then be on like, well, roster. We're gonna have to come back to you. <laughs> we're gonna... Surprise! Like, oh, who knows? It could work out. You know, the rare, rare, rare that always happens. But uh, my bad. Hold on, I had him right here. And that was my bad for not oh my having him ready yet. You guys point. and your technology just... Oh, uh, the Texans' offense. Mm. I mean, they just can't put together points. Like, they, what is, like what's going oh, on? What's it? Like, yeah, I mean, the Texans' offensive line? It's not even just the offensive line, though. I mean, it is that, but, like, come on. We saw better than this last year with just as bad, if not worse, offensive line. You know? Yeah, and you have to be able to scheme up some quick hitters if you're like coaching that team. You have to just try to get the ball out as fast as possible. Yeah, do, do, uh, Hopkins is great at wide receiver screens. Yeah, you can mask a bad offensive line by doing things just like that. You know, which will sort of hold that the uh, you know the linebackers and whatnot from like you know constantly blitzing. But it just looks really bad. I mean, so bad. I, I, I don't even know. Like maybe Looks, maybe buy low on Watson. Talk about can even go with buy and sells. Like he hasn't been playing well. Uh, no touchdown passes I mean, this past. He salvaged the, the game. He's had two good games. He salvaged this past week with a rushing touchdown, but only 130 something yards passing. Uh, no run game. What to what to speak of? I mean, Carlos Hodge useless. Um, Duke Johnson. They're not using him. I don't think enough in the passing game. Well, Duke Johnson's. He's gotten yards. He's just not getting touchdowns or catches. He only had like I think he had seven touches this past week. Like that's that's not good. Like, yeah, you, you need to be passing more, and you need to be getting him involved, doing again more screens, more quick slants, just something. But yeah, I think I think it's time for Bill O'Brien to, uh, to probably go after. He's got to be on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. I, I can't see him and. Well, maybe I can see him lasting longer because they don't even have a GM. But I, can, him and Gruden should be should be out. I mean, wait, which Gruden? I guess which Gruden? Uh, Redskins. Okay, Redskins Gruden. It could have been both. Now. It could have been either Gruden. Who knows? I mean, Raiders are two uh, two. I know. But. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna kill John Gruden. He just got there, and they're two and two. Um, and you know he's got a lot of young talent that's coming up. I'm, I'll give John Gruden another year I just or wanted, two. I'll I just give wanted, him another two years. Actually. I just wanted to be, uh, you know, be, be sure. No, and I think John Gruden saddled with a bad quarter. I don't think Derek Carr is a very good quarterback. We've had this discussion plenty of at time. all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just never thought he was a very good quarterback. He had some weird fluke out of out of body experience for one year, where I feel like it was just a just like a lemony snicket's good version, <laughs> a series of fortunate events where he had some, like a lot of good throws at once. Um, but yeah, Bill O'Brien. I mean, they make it to the playoffs every year, which is the bet, which is like the hard part for not firing him. But you can't win a game in the playoffs, so like. You know, like... Well, he's like Marvin Lewis. He's like the new Marvin Lewis. Uh, I was thinking that, too. But 
you saw how well that worked out for the Bengals over many years. So, like, just sort of watch and be like, all right, well, they never won a playoff game with him. Like, we need to move on. We need something different. So, I think, I mean, who knows? Whatever, that's just the bad. It's going to continue to be bad for the most part, unless they really switch something up. But I still like Watson because he's very talented. So... If you need a quarterback and someone's panicking or they have two quarterbacks, like a, whatever, like a Winston maybe, and they would keep Winston, you might be able to trade for Watson or something like that for like a little bit low price. Well, they get the Falcons this week, so I like them this week. I do like them this week, that's true. And Falcon, then, let's just look team. at their upcoming schedule. At Chiefs, at Colts, home versus Raiders, at Jaguars, at Ravens. So all those besides the Jaguars are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I mean Colts. No, but he can still play. I mean, look what the, the Raiders just put up on the Colts. So I think. Wait, you mean good defenses or good matchups? Good matchups. Oh, okay. I think good matchups besides the Jaguars. I think he could put up points versus the Colts. I mean, Joe Flacco just put up points against the Jaguars, so. Yes, but they just. But Especially was, if Jalen Ramsey keeps sitting out for well, that's the dumb, unreal reasons. Watson already had a bad another game. Another one. Another motherfucker. Your team is two and two. It's not that bad. Play the game. Like, you're under contract. Play the game while they think of trading you. Yeah. Or maybe they don't want to play him ever since the trade stuff. Maybe they're asking him to do this. I don't know. I, I can't see that happening in football, though. But the that's difference a t- is he- like, that's a t- that's more of a basketball thing. Like, football, you, there's so little amount of games. Every game counts. I can't see them doing the Anthony Davis and being like, well, then don't play if you want to get traded mm. so we don't lose your this investment. Yeah. Whatever. Just hopefully they trade him. All right, Brian, do you have a bad? My bad is the um, struggling rookie running backs leading to a lack of depth at the position in fantasy. It's usually those guys who uh, – Act as kind of a feeder system for fantasy, mm-hmm. where you at least get you get two uh, at least two a year that can act as a RB one or two, um, which make and a, a few that act as flex. And right now, there's just nobody putting up points. No rookie running backs putting up points. I mean, well, our best option might be Singletary when he comes back because yeah. Frank Gore has looked good. Yo, Gore. But like, just no. I mean. Montgomery's running into walls every time because nobody fears that passing game. Nope. Maybe Chase Daniels will help him out. I don't know. Um, Jacobs, you know, had a good first game, but it's kind of like a mirage. Good first game. He just got a whole bunch of uh, red zone carries and didn't really average many yards of carry. Didn't look that special. He's mm-hmm. been coming back. To, he came back to life. But there's just... Le- it's led to a very uh, lackluster running back group because there's usually a couple that feed the system, and now you haven't really seen that. Nope. Yeah, we're definitely not getting it. And uh, even like the mid guys who you know you, you sort of hope would like appear out of nowhere, or not out of nowhere, but like are just aren't doing it on teams. Like you know, like the middling guys, just like they're not even doing anything. It's just, it's just, it's so. Like shallow, so mm-hmm. fucking shallow. This this running back field that I definitely in many leagues I screwed up because I like I went like wide receiver like early and because of I always ended up in the back of a draft. So I always went with a wide receiver and then decided not to go running back wrapping around. But 
you know. I don't have any top wide receivers because I, I, both of my drafts, I didn't go wide receiver until the third round and one and the fourth another. Um, and I didn't really plan it that way. I just like the running back options when I got up. So I got McCaffrey and Chubb in one and then Elliott and then I went Kelsey in the other. But yeah, I, if you went, if you went wide receiver, wide receiver, then you're probably struggling right now. I mean, in one league, I'm, I guess, it's tough because at that back end of the draft, like you said, you had McCaffrey and Elliott. It's like, well, yeah, you drafted in the front end. Like, I obviously would have drafted a running back at that point. Um, yeah, well, I got Elliott for the eighth pick because of all the uh, yeah, cause all the shit, shit surrounding him. But although he hasn't been great, he hasn't he hasn't reached twenty points yet in a PPR league. But so it's not like he's been great. That's true. I mean, I'm I'm expecting him to get better. But he hasn't been, he hasn't been a top five pick. That's he has, true. I mean, there's a lot of run, he's not in the top twelve running backs right now, um, points wise. And it's not like an insignificant amount of football. We're one quarter through the year, and fantasy we're even less. Yeah, that's yeah. No, you're right. Shit, it's just a lot of. A lot of players on the top underperforming. Just... <laughs> well, especially this week, there's just so many um, vulture touchdowns. But yeah, we noticed that. Like... There was Edo Smith um, in like a, in a five minute span. It was Edo Smith. Um... You, see, you can't even think of the names. I can't even think they're, they're, they're so they're so irrelevant, John. That's the that's that's the whole point. These players are so fucking uh, irrelevant. Brandon Bolden. That's right. Bolden was one of them. But there was, there was so many irrelevant touchdowns. Yeah. And is there a team with two with two starters with two people you could start in fantasy? Two running backs. Is there one team right now? Like every year, you've had you've had three of those teams where you're going to start. Two, you're going to start both running backs on that team. I mean, I think it's going to be Melvin Gordon and Eckler when Gordon comes back next week. But um, is there another team in the league where you're? Because I'm not starting Michelle anymore. I'm not starting Sony Michelle another game. Until he shows something, so that was the that's the only one I could think of. Uh, no, really. no one's playing Latavius Murray. Yeah. I mean, no that reason. was one coming into the year that maybe. Yeah, and he only had that one long run for a touchdown. Other than that, he hasn't been doing anything. Um, yeah, there really isn't much out there. We are starting mm. both RBs. Maybe weirdly. Uh, San Francisco, maybe. Like, uh, I guess yeah, but that's so. That's you. You you probably have a possibility of starting three running backs at that place, and you're just guessing but, at and, that point. And, yeah, exactly. Like, you're not feeling good. You're guessing. You are not confident, like mm. like me, like last year when you had Ingram and Kamara, or you know, like you said last year even with Michelle and White. You know, like, could it be the Bucks with Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber going forward? I mean, I'm not. I don't really want to start either of them, though. Yeah, okay. I don't care if they. They. I don't trust those players. <laughs> yeah, Barber gets like a touchdown a game, but it's not gonna last. Like the one game he doesn't have a touchdown, he's not gonna get any points. It's gonna be, what about Denver, Lindsey and Freeman? You're getting closer, but I don't want to play Freeman. He doesn't get enough touches. Um, Kansas City might be the second best. Actually, if Williams comes, uh, yeah, even with, with Williams and McCoy when Williams comes back, and even Williams, the other Williams this past week had two touchdowns. Uh, that's, that's so probably. maybe that's the second best, and New England's the third. But back there's just scarce. those PPR gods aren't like 
They're not there. You don't. There's none of them right Bunch now. There's no PPR right running back guy. I wonder. Eh, who knows? Maybe the second half of the season will change. Maybe some. Maybe something will happen. That yeah. Will change. I mean, hope so. The Eagles, also Sanders and Howard. I'm not playing. Sanders. But that was just uh, yeah, Howard I, going nuts. I mean, Sanders close. had 75 yards. Weirdly, before he got wrecked, Jamal Williams was putting up some points with yeah. Aaron Jones. Yeah, and Aaron Jones still won't put up yards. He just puts up touchdowns. <laughs> he put up a nice bunch of uh, garbage time PPR points. Though. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I would love to actually sell Aaron Jones if I can. All right. And then um, my ugly is Vontez Perfect. He's a dick. Probably shouldn't play again. <laughs> and that's Yeah, he blew a kiss as he was leaving. But like every all professional athletes do that when they get kicked out, and yeah, everyone's but, yeah. But out. how many times has he been? Like he knows he's, he's been that probably kind of kicked out of like eight games. So he knows that like that's he like that's different, you know. That's beyond it. Yeah, he's who knows. He's, he's apparently he's going to appeal the full season suspension, and he might he might win and get like an eight game. When you were when you were watching the game, it didn't look that bad. Slowing it down looked really bad. Yeah, it's tough. I, I think the, it's, the, but it's him, it's the body so. of work. Yeah, the the worst looking hit was um, the um, the Buccaneers offensive lineman on the on the pick six by the Rams. I didn't see that. One. Oh, he absolutely lit up uh, the guy who scored the touchdown on the Rams. <laughs> I thought it was uh, Marcus Peters getting leveled. On the end of his 99-yard fumble return, and then his teammates picking him up so he could celebrate. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, that's what it was. On the pick, I think that's what it was. Not maybe not the pick six, but yeah, it was that. Well, I'm talking about Kansas City. Oh, never mind. I got Marcus Peters. That was uh, Marcus Peters. Is was it a keep to lead then? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, somebody in Kansas City got. Well, I think then Marcus Peters also got leveled. I'm well confused on what you're talking. I'm about. very confused. <laughs> let's just let's just move on. Um, uh, my, uh, let's move on from that. My ugly is, um, talking about Kansas City is the, uh, being, that game, the fumbles, the uh, absolute. That's because Detroit's just losing chaos. Ridiculous. There was, I think, five fumbles chaos. in that game. Like, it just constantly just could not hold on to the fucking ball. Very sloppy fucking game. They were playing with Extreme, a greased up watermelon. Extremely ugly. Um, of course, I know you expected it. Even though they had a long fourth and eight on that last drive, Kansas City still came through and ended up winning that game because that's how it had to be. But very fucking ugly. Fumble after fucking fumble after fucking fumble. Detroit plays fun games, though. Oh, and was. yeah, John, I was thinking of the Rams game. Sorry. I don't know why Kansas City got stuck in my head. Because Marcus Peters did play for the Chiefs? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, Marcus Peters got leveled. Um, and a lot of fumbles, yes. So many fumbles. So many fumbles. Um, any ugly from you? Uh, we, don't we? Brian, did you pick an ugly? No. I have – well, I was going to go with Cowboys. Um, let the big Cowboys stinker, the big letdown mm-hmm. of all their skilled position players. Like you just think you go into that game, you have Dak, lock it up, Dak, Cooper, Elliott, and it's just like them combined in my PPR league got uh, – 30 points. Wow. And that's just not something you want to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah, you, you go... Because uh, I went into that game with Elliot and Cooper, and I needed 30 
to like feel good going into this Monday night game, and I left with uh, 22, and now I'm in a hole. I was like, oh, they'll get 30, no problem. Yeah, no, and they, then I'll just need like 10 points. They um, the Saints defense shut down Elliott, basically made the Cowboys one dimensional, and were able to sit on passes, get a good pass rush, keep you know like it was. They really, really focus on shutting down that run game, and they did it. It was good. I'm very, very, very proud and very excited about that performance last night. Oh yeah, you coached those boys up good. They did did, a good, did job. a good job. Um, can I go to different? Can I go to another ugly? Yeah, sure. of course. Because this isn't really ugly. It's more funny ugly. Mm-hmm. It's ugly because uh, we're gonna. It's an Andy Reid ugly, so it's a funny ugly. Oh yeah, yeah. that quote, John. Yeah, did yeah. you hear that? Oh yeah, that was the be- one of the greatest like post game quotes to players I've ever heard in my life. Where he was, it was something along the lines of, uh, "Not every uh, Mozart." painting is great but they all sold they all they'll all sell for a million dollars and it's like amazing andy reed the art aficionado the Mo- mozart the king of painting <laughs> it makes no factual sense but you know exactly what he's saying yeah he's, he's thinking of like picasso rembrandt something like that but uh but it's hilarious i mean mozart the famous painter um i love it i love I, I love andy reed being a guy that's just like Beethoven, what did he do? Uh, he's a he's a he's a country singer, right? He, <laughs> so like, he did something many years ago. Mozart paints a song in your head. That's what he does. Uh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> That's good. But I just I I just love Andy Reid. I I absolutely love him, and there's nobody I want to see win a title more. I just, oh, he just deserves it so much. Imagine the celebration, the food celebration that he would have. Oh my god! All the uh, all the barbecue he would just have barbecue sauce permanently stuck to his uh, walrus mustache <laughs> didn't we propose like a season or two ago to get him a closer a, a coach closer for the last oh, two minutes yes, of the yes, I like how many Super Bowls would Andy Reid have right now if he had a coach closer just, if it's like alright Andy uh, you're coming out I'm closing the game he did a great job no, no shame in coming out right now, but we, we got to bring in the got to bring in the closer. You know, Did you, oh, you saved us no timeouts. All right, that's okay. We'll still figure it out with two minutes. <laughs> this is what the closer's for. He, yeah, he's prepared we'll, for this. We'll, we'll, at least we'll know when to spike the ball and like what kind of place to run with two minutes, whether to go for it on fourth and one. Like, oh, there's only two and a half minutes left in the game. We're at our own forty. Maybe we shouldn't punt it because we're probably not going to get the ball back. <laughs> Don't worry, Andy. I got this. Uh, yeah, we'll take it from here. Have a seat, buddy. You done good. <laughs> good. Uh, it's so true. So he's like the only one that needs that. <laughs> All right. It's not the only one, but he's the he's the biggest. He's the, one we, he's he's the most he's, obvious. I he's the one we he's the one that like we care about because he's so damn fucking good. Besides it, he really is. All right. Uh, let's go into week five and some pickups. Um, I got a few, uh, a couple of running backs. Um, 
you guys kind of shut this down already, so I'm just gonna say Ronald Jones. <laughs> um, you guys, you guys didn't really like that. I love when John goes in with like a narrative that he's gonna get to later. He, he kind of <laughs> hints at it, but we don't know uh, he's hinting at it, and then it just blows it up. That was Miles Sanders like last week or two weeks ago or something like that. I mean, Miles Sanders got <laughs> 75. It was 75 yards rushing. That was just Jordan Howard take over the game. <laughs> Honestly, Miles Sanders, besides his fumbling issues, looks like the best pure runner of the rookie running backs like just watching him um I like watching him play besides the fumbles he looks the best i like his jump cuts yeah yeah he's very electric maybe once, boogie, that, boogie, team, maybe once that team is fully healthy it'll you know be a different story so you know maybe, maybe week eight week nine we'll see a fully, fully healthy I, I think it'll be before that i'm just saying let it, you know week eight week nine when like they can finally just figure out their offense and then yeah. you know and then the other one I had, the other running back I had was, uh, Peyton Barber. <laughs> no, uh, Darrell, Dar- Darrell Williams or Darrell Williams. I don't know. Oh, the other, uh, what is Damien Williams injury like? Like what, what's know, going on there? But he hasn't, he hasn't, um, practiced in two weeks. So I don't know how many more leagues Darrell, he's not in available in any leagues I'm in, but I think, I guess our leagues are kind of cool or kind of good, but he's still available in like six, I think. 50 to 60 percent leagues, probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen him available in mine, but if he is available, definitely worth a look because, again, the scarcity of running back position, he did yeah. put up two touchdowns. He looks good when he has the ball. Um, when, I mean, he's, and when McCoy went down two weeks ago, put up over 100 yards. Yeah, unless, yeah, I say, unless McCoy goes down, he's just going to be a touchdown guy. But with the Chiefs, they score touchdowns. They score a bunch of touchdowns every week, so you can rely on it. Yeah, and as we, I think we can see that we can't fully rely on those uh, those wide receivers that did, you know, put up, you know, Hardman or whatever. Uh, Hardman had negative. I just, I mean, that was just no. What I'm saying it was like, just I'm, a weird again. It's the Detroit chaos game. What I'm saying is like they're not like once Hill comes back, I think, and McCoy, I think McCoy was still the starting running back. There'd be less for Williams. I think with Hill out, there'll be a a little more for Williams. Mm. That's just the way I see it. But, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? It's very possible. Um, and then a couple of wide receivers. Um, totally blew by injuries, but Devontae Adams has some sort of toe injury. So, Geronimo Allison is the more available of the uh, other remaining wide receivers in Green Bay. I like the way he looks, especially that, yeah. that he catch. He looks really good. That, uh, yeah. that, I mean, that yeah. fucking catch he made before the half, and then obviously the touchdown right after. That catch was fucking ridiculous. And James Conner hurt his ankle. So, beautiful. Maybe Lord should have been on the, the ugly, running it, I mean, passing it four times in a row from the one-yard line. What are you doing? Yeah. Who uh, does that? I hate coaches who don't run it from the one-yard line. It's just, and, and you know I'm an anti, I'm not like the biggest run guy. But one yard line, man. Unless you lose yards on the first play, you just keep doing it. Just keep going. You're gonna get it. It's only one yard. Yeah, just <laughs> do what. Get four chances. Just do what the Cowboys did and just bring in an extra lineman, bring in two tight ends, and just ram or, it up the middle. Or do what like half the other teams do, like or, or with good quarterbacks. They um they set up an offset eye and then they just fucking. Hands the fullback, and the fullback like just like puts his head down, and slides mm-hmm. in most of the time. Yeah, or what Tom Brady's done his whole career, and just move your head forward on a yard. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all you need to do. 
Um, what about pickups? Uh, is he still are you, with a wide receivers? I don't know if you have him on the list. Mm-hmm. Still available? AJ Brown. Yeah. Eh? Oh Brian? yeah. I I you know I picked him up week one, dropped him, and then John picked him up in our league. Oh yeah. As soon as I saw the second touchdown, I was like, yeah, you were. Um, we, John and I watched the games, and we uh, we saw uh, Daniel Jones throw this touchdown early on, and then we saw AJ Brown score the first touchdown for the Titans, and uh, we're like, man, Brian must be fucking losing his mind here, <laughs> like, having a good day. <laughs> and for all you people that just stat watch, Daniel Jones had a very good game. Uh, two tough interceptions on him. Really not terrible throws. I mean, just, just threw like, him plays. right. Right to the uh, team. <laughs> he didn't. Both. It was both the same. Of, um, it was the same guy, right? Shepard got out muscled on his route. I don't know if you were watching the game. I was watching the game. Both of them, he got out muscled, but he also converted on third downs over and over, which is a huge help to the defense. Something Eli could not do: convert on third downs, and he just didn't really have to do much in the second half because they had such a big lead the whole game. But, um, just his, his ability to pick up third and longs is very good. And I just don't think because he had more turnovers than touchdowns means he had a bad game. I mean, that ju- they just put the game away early and he was able to cruise. <laughs> Fair. Um, all right. Other wide receivers, Donjal Inman with, uh, Mike Williams being out. He had a, Game back from the dead somehow. Nice, that's like, a, that's a nice name. eighty yards. That is the name you have not heard in a long time. Yeah, it was Obi Wan Kenobi for sure. Um, Cole Beasley oh. group from the. Uh, well, let me cut you off because yeah. I have a group from the Bills. Yeah, and for some reason I was sensing you were going to bring up Bills. Mm. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi with the Jedi. Yeah, I think Frank Gore if he's still there. Uh, you just need a guy right now. In flex that can get you 80 yards from running back just in case. Like, it's just good to have. Um, then we got Cole Beasley, who John, I feel like was just about to say. Yep. Averaging nine targets a game. Not too shabby. Puts, put up 40 yards, 83, 48, 75 in the first four weeks. And if you're PPR, he hasn't had anything less than, uh, four receptions. So. Yeah, I was saying PPR especially. Yeah, he's about a te- he's about a eleven to twelve point a game guy in PPR. It's very, good stuff. Very nice floor. And then, with how bad with this again for some weird reason not being the year of the tight end. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it. Lawson Knox, um, sixty-seven yards last week, fifty-eight this week. He's doing some things. So uh, a possible tight end ad. I know a lot of people are really searching. And struggling to find somebody oh they could put there and start. I've been uh, in most leagues because uh, I had Hunter Henry who got injured. I had the Joku get injured. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I both those leagues. I now have Jason Witten as my starting tight end, who is obviously you could do way worse with what's going on. But like, man, like that's how you're struggling. Like, I got a guy who's like 400 years old playing tight end, like. <laughs> And he hasn't been bad. He hasn't been. I mean, actually, honestly, it's only the fumble that really hurt him. Uh, other than that, I, he actually had a halfway Ooh. decent game. Uh, yeah. Again, so like, I mean, as for tight ends go, so who knows? I would say compared to the rest of the Cowboys school players, without that fumble, oh, he was, yeah, he was, uh, he, he was did, top. he did solid. Uh, stick with the the tight end um, 
theme I that think we I know it's coming. Uh, well, Ben Watson. Oh, never mind. Is coming <laughs> off suspension. He'll be able to play uh, this week. He's, he's saving the best for last. Day, but if you want to get ahead of the game, Chris Hernan is coming off suspension. He'll be able to play week six. And as a rookie tight end, he had solid season. And hopefully, I mean, the Jets need him. I think they'll use him a lot where his usage, um, compared to other tight ends will be a lot higher. So it's worth the pickup. Just not even as a jet homer. It's just, I think his usage will be a lot more because they, apparently the Jets love fucking five yard passes. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie based on the whole tight end situation that's going on in those leagues that I do have Witten. Uh, yeah. and one actually have Hawkinson who now, you know, we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, Herndon might not be a bad pickup. Definitely. No, no, I'm not. I'll give that to you for sure. Yeah, he's definitely a, a, a very, uh, good receiving tight end. This is just weird when I'll, you guys don't yell at me for saying just <laughs> no, I'll you Herndon. I think that's a good move to pick up Herndon. I mean, it's just so barren right now. Um, you're not always I, wrong. Even, with I, even so, I'm not drop. Look, I'm not dropping Hunter Henry, even though I don't even know if he's going to play this season again <laughs> in your league. I'm still just not dropping case, yeah. him because if he does play, I'm going to need him. Uh, what about your other boy, John, who you loved for so long because hmm. he gave you a couple good games? Ricky uh, Seals Jones. I he I was waiting. Is a tight end who could catch. John was um, so excited when he. I didn't even know he was pass. on the Browns when he when he caught that pass. The, the excitement in John's face. He was like, oh, Seal Team, Seal Team Jones, or whatever the fuck you call him. Seal Team Tricks. Whatever the fuck you, I don't know what the fuck you call him. Like, you were so excited. You could not help yourself. <laughs> I, I, see, while you were thinking of me with AJ Brown, I was thinking of you as Ricky Seal Jones. <laughs> um, and Njoku is some of the worst hands in the league. Uh, the Browns might. Like that they have a tight end who can catch, and who knows, maybe uh he's the guy moving forward. Probably not, but maybe. Hey, he's got hands. He's got hands. He's got hands. He's decently athletic compared to the other tight ends. Like, why not? I mean, I'd rather. I think I'd rather have him than Watson. Y- yeah, oh, for sure. Um, for sure. What are the other? What are some of the other tight ends? Uh, Dawson Knox. I think I'd rather. Have I think, I think I'd rather, rather have, have Knox. Seals. Really? I think so. I think I'd rather have Knox just because the way the Bills offense is, he, I feel like he'll just get more opportunity than I just uh, what the uh, what the Browns could could give him. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. What the? Oh, oh, look at this. I like Herndon of, of all of them the most. Can you believe Hooper's going to finish near the top again? We were we were talking oh, about this too. God, this is crazy. Every year, this guy finds a way. To just stick around the top for tight ends. Then you know next year he's going to be drafted crazy high and fucking shit the absolute bed like fucking. I think he's just going to. He's not though because he's never drafted high. Every year he's not drafted high. But this next year he will. This is this is this was one of his two twenty point games. The rest of the time next week, week after that, he's going back to his eight nine eight nine points, six points, whatever. Still a lot better be than others. That's still exactly, a top, that's, yeah. still, that's still a top five tight end. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is this is starting to become a joke. Yeah. Um, with this tight end position, it's like they're not just not used in the league anymore. Like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Jack, although Jack Doyle had had some showed some life, and then and then he got killed. Well, then Ebron also caught like a late fifty yard fucking touchdown pass. 
Who was it? Freaking um, Cameron Brake caught a touchdown t- pass too. <laughs> Screw Jay Howard. It's the, it's the year of the tight end who no one knew was still playing in the league yeah. and doesn't catch touchdown passes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go through some true or false. I'm going to say statement. You say if it's true or false. Pretty simple. Thanks. That's how that goes. Uh, that's how that okay. goes. Well, I'm just making sure. Multiple choice. I mean, maybe. All right. Uh, is Damn. the Saints' defense for real, and can they carry the team until Breeze comes back? Oh. Oh. Yes, true. False. Ooh. Not that I don't think the team can be carried in multiple ways. I think they're just going to – I think Sean Payne's a really good coach, and they're going to find different ways to win games. But I don't think it's always going to be their defense. What I think helps is that with Bridgewater, they slow the game down a bit. Which allows that team, the, that defense to stay a little bit more fresh, mm-hmm. which I think is, is helping them. And that, the front seven has been remarkable. Uh, fucking Demario Davis, man. I mean, thanks to the Jets again. I mean, what? the Jets gave us Jonathan Vilma and now Demario Davis. I mean, they have just helped us with that linebacker position. Multiple I mean, Jonathan times. Vilma was a it's really, rushing, really nice. was an edge player, but. So. I feel like they ran into a team that was a little too uh, high on the bridges. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's fine. They're also just somehow they just turn the ball over a couple couple times every game. Look, it's all about ball hawking and opportunistic. And I'll say it. I always say it. I was harking back to uh, the 2009 team. They were opportunistic. Hmm. That this team opportunistic. So I think they can. They've already gone two and zero. I mean, if Breeze has gone for six games, they only need to win one more to stay the three and three, which definitely they can do that. They have the Cardinals up coming up. Yeah. Um, so I definitely believe that's they can. why I like the. I, I felt like this was this one was actually multiple. I liked option B and not option A. It was a two parter. It was. It was a two parter. Yeah, John said like, "Do you like the defense and can they hold the team together?" Like I, I. I don't, know, like, I don't think the defense is going to give up 10 points a game, but I think that the team's going to hold together. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, are the Browns the favorite in the AFC North again? No. They, uh, they put up um, a 40 spot. Odell Beckham did almost nothing. That's fine. Are they the not favorite, though? Like, who's the favorite? Still giving it to the Ravens. It would be the Ravens. I'm still get, I, I know the Ravens just got their, their ass handed to them, giving up 40 points, but I still like them a little better. I'm still going with the Ravens. I think, I just, I just think that team will be more all around better. Um, but I, I just, I don't know, I look, I like the Browns too, don't get me wrong. I think they're, I think it's gonna be a race for that, 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 uh, I think they're both gonna be playoff teams. Let me, just, let me preface that, but I think the Ravens are gonna win that division. Yeah, I don't think anyone's the favorite. Really? Okay, still very up in the air. Um, Cortland Sutton, is he a top 20 wide receiver? Now you talking about that before. Is he? No. no. I mean, has he been so far? John was all about him yesterday. He was talking him up. I mean, he's had a couple real solid games in a row. He does and have... Joe Flacco is somehow holding it together. Hold on. I mean, Sanders had over 100 yards. Yeah, but he had six, six for 62 and two touchdowns. Um, Cortland Sutton did. And on the season, he has 309 yards and two touchdowns. So, John likes him a lot more than most. Well, I was just saying, um, like, is he gonna continue on this pace? I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, we've seen flashes of Sutton here and there. 
Um, and then the quarterback play, I don't think is going to continue on that pace. Yeah, okay, Flacco's okay, but yeah, Flacco hasn't been terrible, really. It's that team that's been like bad together. Like they all screw up at the worst times, but they've been in their games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could very easily be two and two. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I had another one for Annette being productive, but we already answered that. Um, Sell. Yeah. Jameis Winston, is he going to have to be started almost every week unless he plays, like, the Bears or... No, what? no really? What? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think so. He has a terrible week and a good week and a terrible... I mean, a terrible week and a good week. I will tell you, I have Deshaun Watson and Jameis in the league, and I'm hoping that I can convince someone to buy Jameis, who may be sort of down on uh, on their quarterback. i got to look into that a little further. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Jameis is an every-week starter still at this point. He's, he's still... It's, he, he's so inconsistent. He really is. Yeah, as soon as you start him, he's going to give you three points. That's the problem. He's yeah. got no floor. His floor is the basement. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, no, his floor is ever changing. Like that. Like there's. Like it's weird with him. Like four touchdowns, and then next week four interceptions, no touchdowns. Like or, and, did, and, or but, did Bruce Arians finally unlock James Winston? Uh, no, he didn't. Um, he just isn't consistent. He's Mister Inconsistency, and it doesn't matter on the matchup. I don't think it is. Like it. It's just random. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's random too. I, I agree. Because who thought he was going to do that against LA? No one. I think it's completely random. Uh, it's it's going to be so frustrating. Because he's because you're going to have him on your bench and he's going to put up forty points, and then you're going to start him and he's not going to get you anything. Yeah, I mean, I hope the Saints just fucking hit him in the mouth. This. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not playing against the Saints, so we'll see. That, that, that that's the kind of game you you know you say oh, I'm not going to play him and he fucking drops four well, four touchdowns again. That's what we thought against the Rams. Right. All right, and then true or false, uh Todd Gurley will be a work workhorse again. Right, I know he had two touchdowns. Until he had five catches before this week. He only had like three catches the entire season, which was ridiculous. But he only had something like 10 carries for like 18 yards or something. I'm going to say yes until he gets overworked and hurts himself. <laughs> So yes, I think she just needed him more this game. It's gonna didn't we yeah. kind of answer this last week where it's like when they're in a tight game, you're gonna get some really good Todd Gurley fantasy weeks, but and when open. they're playing bad teams, you're gonna get some really bad Todd Gurley fantasy weeks. Yeah. But it's like when the game, even in the first half, when they were behind and needed to be throwing, they didn't. They would have thrown his way ten times. Last year. But he only had five, I think he only had five catches. Well, game plan, I don't know. I'm, I'm not big on Gurley based on what I've seen. I think there's still a lot to worry about him in that offense. Um. But you have to start him. Yeah, no, of course you're starting him. Well, it's not like he's been terrible. No. He's just not a. He hasn't been a first round player. He's not that player. We him first round. He's not that player we saw last year and the year before that. He would have been the perfect second. He's the perfect two RB. Two RB. RB two. Yeah, two RB. 
Yes, he is. He is a RPG solid RB two. But yeah, I he is going to be. Well, that was a nice catch. Uh, Who's that? Washington. Nice um, anyway, that was Johnson. Um, but yeah, so I think workhorse in the sense that he'll get most of the carries, but I don't think he's going to get a lot of carries. They're going to throw a lot. They're Which gonna... is good for him too. Yeah. So, yeah, that actually yeah, get him out. Yeah, it's going to be matchup dependent for him. But you're, um, but you're playing him. Like, you're not not But playing. weird matchup dependent. Like, you like him more against good teams. In my opinion, I like him more against good teams than I do against bad teams. Then, yeah, te- teams that are going to hmm. keep it in the, the game close. Yeah, because one, because we've seen this year so far, once, once they start blowing a team out, they're just like, well, why? Why even play him? Yeah, and if yeah. the team starts creeping up, they put him back in for a series. There you go. All right. Let's go on to uh, the ever-changing name segment, uh, Start Fort or Sit Shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Neither of those are good, though, <laughs> are they? Well, I mean, you'd rather have a Start Fort than Shit Your Pants. Well, who said the pants are on? Like, if I'm sitting on a toilet, I'd rather have the, the sit shit than, than the, the start part. <laughs> well, let's, not, let's, not, let's not talk too much about this. Just go with I'm the Go with the run. Go with the run. situations where I leave disappointed because <laughs> I don't fart it. Was this like... Broken hearted have we ever, from the bathroom. None of these have ever made sense. So. <laughs> I don't know. Sit pit and start cart are... Most of them make sense, except for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, is it, wait, what is it? Start fart? Start fart or sit shit? Stitch, stitch, yeah. See, now... Should now, start shart? Should that be better? Shart would be even worse. <laughs> well, no, because then you're farting and shitting, so it's better. Is that better? How is that better? I don't know, just get, like, all the gas When is, When has anyone ever said a shart is better? Who's ever wanted to shart? Well, if your pants no, are off. <laughs> no one has. If your pants are off, are we going with the pants? Um, if your pants are off, you might as well just be shitting. That's I'm sharting. still thinking in the, in the paradigm of pants off. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, it's not a shard if your pants are off, right? It's just a shit. You're just shitting. Yeah, that's true. Sharding is like you have, right, to so. shart, you have to shart in some sort of clothing. Never, you've never sat down the poop but tried to just <laughs> fart? Because that's what a shard is. Like, you just tried to fart. And oh, man, I, I had the best shard. The you're like, it's never been on the toilet. And you're like, I really hope I just fart. Like, <laughs> I'm only trying to fart in this trip. <laughs> You can't you can't shard on a toilet. There right. we go. That's a rule. I mean that that's got to be a rule. It's like you can't. It's like that you can't touch a whole argument we had. Oh man, well, I don't want to get back into that no. argument. That that one was a little much. I know the name of this episode. Um, All right, so Duke Johnson versus Atlanta. He had sixty-five, seventy yards. He's averaging like eight yards a carry. Atlanta's defense looked like dog shit. I'm gonna stay. Start shit. Start, start fart. Start fart. <laughs> it rhymes. It obviously rhymes. I'm giving him a diarrhea start. I like this. I mean, everybody he, knows that so he's Atlanta's just... defense can't guard against PPR running backs. They haven't been able to. And Henry just put up over a hundred. Yeah. So yeah, I like I like I like Duke this week. All right, so two chances is going to run through them like diarrhea. Yep. Is it start short or start? It starts fart. It starts fart. I, I start, start fart them. <laughs> okay. Uh, any so basically, would you start any non wide receiver Tampa Bay player at New Orleans? So not Godwin, not Evans. 
No, because you don't... Alright, look. I'll preface this by saying, I guarantee you there will be a rushing touchdown. Okay. I don't know who's scoring it. But other than that, I guarantee you Barber or Jones aren't going to finish with more than 50 yards on the ground. So, no. Sit shit. Okay. (laughs) Sit shit them both? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't really like either of these guys. I mean, John's trying to sell us on Ronald Jones. Well, I was just <laughs> in a theme I was going. All right. Um, Golden Tate versus Minnesota. Uh, First game back, are they going to work him in a lot, or is it going to be a uh, nah, I'm, I'm slow, gonna, slow. I'm gonna, uh, First game back versus Minnesota, who I think is going to be pissed off last week, after last week. Uh, I'm going to say uh, sit shit for a week. Uh, first week back with Golden Tate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a tough one, right? But then you get another tough one against the Patriots. I mean, even tougher one against the Patriots. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, what What are you looking for? I guess is your is what I'm gonna ask. Are I just don't see him getting a lot. Twelve point flexor. I don't even think he's gonna get that this week. Like I said, I think the Vikings are gonna come out fucking so. Pissed off that that it's gonna it's gonna be a, I think it might be a real. But bad this game. is Kirk Cousins playing a team that's five hundred or above on the road, and I just think he might put his team in a bunch of uh, bad situations. I think they should be able to run. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're good enough where they're them coming pissed off really means anything. Yeah. Well, I think their defense is is above average, and their run game should be able to neutralize, like keep the Giants off the field. And keep your uh, your prodigal son Daniel Jones off the field a lot. So this is gonna be a big battle of who can who can keep their defense off the field more, Dalvin Cook or Daniel Jones with his third down legs. I don't know. I just mm, I, third down legs. I'm gonna say his he's gonna get max even in a half PPR league. I think he's gonna end up with like maybe seven or eight points, which ain't terrible, mm. but. That's right. That's what I think. I think it's ceiling for unless obviously he fucking lucks out with a touchdown. But I think I'm gonna go with eight points for Golden Tate. So I'm gonna say uh, sit shit. Shoot, shoot. All right. Uh, go yeah, on. I guess I'll sit him. Although I think he could have a good PPR game. Is Andy Dalton gonna get sacked a hundred times in this game? I hope so. All I needed was the uh, seems like it. All I needed was the Steelers to get me nine points for a, a really gritty. Fucking win um, in one of my leagues to go two and two uh, with a team with a team that I have no business having any wins this year. I should be zero and four right now, but uh, the fact that I'm two and two is uh, or could be two and two was really nice. So okay, enjoying it. Uh, we're gonna stay in the same ballpark, but move down a couple rows. Wayne Gallman versus Minnesota. I mean, surprised me. I didn't think he was gonna have even against the Redskins that. Good of a game. Yeah, that that blew me out. I mean, I guess we should have expected it when they were playing a fucking like, I guess I mean college football team. I guess yeah, but I didn't think what two touchdowns, twenty five points. Obviously, huge step up in opponents for him, especially with the run defense. Yeah, I'm gonna say sit, uh, sit shit. That's I, 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 I keep wanting. I keep wanting to say uh, shit sit. That's that's part of, <laughs> part of the tongue Same twister. thing, whatever. Who cares? Uh, it's like it's same same meaning, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I, I don't. I, 
with this again, with the state of running backs, you're probably gonna fucking play him if you have him because you're probably the guy who owned Barkley, or you know, you picked him up because you probably don't have that many better options. So you're probably playing him, but I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, I'd play him just because, like you said, state of the backs. Probably no bueno. Yeah. So. Goldman it is. Even though I'm saying, even though I'm saying sit shit, he's start, fart. You're saying you're, you're sharding Goldman? Yeah, I guess that's, you know what, that's in the middle. It's like a short. I'm going to say I'm going to short Goldman. I'm going to short Okay. Um, and then. The last one for uh, start fart or sit shit is Geronimo Allison or MVS against Dal- at Dallas. Ooh, I'm gonna. It could be either, either or, or none or both, or just your feelings. I'm gonna start fart Allison and sit shit uh, MVS. Well, is Adams playing? We don't know. It is not looking good at this moment. Is it toe injury? So I feel like those are very painful. The turf toe, I think it was. They said. If he doesn't play, I'll 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 start. I'll I'll fart both of these starters. Okay. <laughs> both farters. I also, like Allison what, more than MBS. What is turf toe? Is it just like a giant blister or callus, and you can't like step put any weight on it? You know, I never looked into it, but I know it's very painful. They say. That's the yeah. only thing I know. It is extremely painful. And I don't know why I've never looked into what the fuck that is actually is. Yeah. I think, but it's not. It's not. It's not good. Let's just say that. Yeah, no one wants the turf toe. No one wants turf toe. So yeah, I like Allison more than MVS. Let's just that's the way I feel. Okay. Uh, all right, let's go into the our shootout avoid and interesting games. My shootout of the week is going to be Broncos at Chargers. I think Joe Flacco still got a couple more good games in him. I think the Chargers, with the combination of Eckler and Gordon, are going to be able to run all over the Broncos defense, which has had no no chance stopping running rushing attacks. And no more Chubb, so and no more Chubb. They're Chubbless. I'm going Broncos at Chargers. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be... Uh, yeah, I guess it probably will be because the Chargers play to their level of, you know, opponent. Um, Although they actually did cover against... They the did cover, but it wasn't... I think it could have been better. Um, my shootout is the Falcons versus the Texans. Mm. The Falcons' defense is dreadful. Um, so the Texans should definitely be able to put some points on the board. And I think, I mean, Matt Ryan put up almost 400 passing yards last, last week and they didn't score a lot. So I feel like if he puts up 400 yards or even like 300 yards versus Texans, they'll probably, probably end up getting the end zone a few times. So I, I could see this game going like, I would play the over in this game. So I'm going to go like 33 to 27 Texans. Over the Falcons. Very nice game. A lot of good players in this. Like we said, Duke Johnson is a, is a starch, fart shit, whatever. Um, a lot of good, a lot of good things going on. At least there. respect the name. <laughs> respect the name of, of the segment. When it's ever changing, how can I respect it? Well, you guys may, f- you guys appreciated the ever changing names. Now, now I feel pressure right there. I have to think of something rhyming. Uh, alright. Brian, you got any, uh, shootouts? I'm not really like 
none of these are really getting me. I mean, I don't want to go with another Chiefs game. Um, yeah, I stayed so away just, from that. Just because of that, I'm going to go Steelers-Ravens. Ravens defense um, slacking a little since beating up on the Dolphins. Their secondary hasn't looked real good. Earl Thomas hasn't gelled too much yet. Starting problems, and, too. Yeah. And Steelers, you know, looking like they can move the ball against, obviously, the Bengals. So take that with a grain of salt. But I just think uh, maybe maybe this, they both make it in 20 points this game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the shootout of the week. They each make 20 points. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not, a, not a great slate. Uh, it really isn't. I mean, and a lot of teams' defenses are looking really nice lately. Yeah, Maybe Rams Seahawks, but Thursday night games are always a crapshoot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, last week thankfully was finally the first Thursday night game, fucking four weeks into the season, where I actually enjoyed watching a Thursday night fucking football game. So you didn't like the Titans Jaguars game? Not for most of it. No, <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that last drive by Minshew, and then what? the then the shit Fournette uh, run uh, uh, for the two point conversion that failed. That was terrible. Alright, uh, my avoid game is the Bears at the Raiders. Just because Bears defense is not gonna let the Raiders, not gonna let Derek Carr throw all over the place. But then there's also the Raiders, oh this, wait, this game's in London. Oh man. What, does that change everything? No, it's gonna be a 9am and we're gonna be away, we're not gonna be able to do mimosas and bagels for Wait, are you sure? What? Yeah, this game is 100% in London. It says 1 p.m. Oh, 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 it's a 1 p.m. London game? Alright, that's even, alright, unless we're not missing the Wait, there's a 1 p.m. London game? That's they did, not they cool. did that last year. It just says 1 p.m. Doesn't say anything. It's 100% in London because, uh, they're, um, the, I was listening to a Trubisky update and they said the Bears aren't leaving until Thursday for it. Oh yeah, International Series, yeah, look at that. Yeah, Tottenham. Damn, that's expensive tickets. Holy shit. Wow. Section, section 520. Which, I guess that's crazy. $194 a ticket. 520. Damn. Is that good or bad? I feel like 520 is like up there. Like high. So like but it was section 520, not row or... Yeah, no, section means something, not row. Give the fuck. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's in England, so it's probably swapped. Oh, so it's backwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's on the right side of the stadium, the left side of the stadium. Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about right now? All right, but anyways, uh, Bears are Raiders. I was, was going to go on this whole diatribe about how the Raiders are going to put on a show because it's the last season at the Coliseum, but that's out the fuck. I mean, the Raiders are going to do that. Um, that's out the window. Uh, I just, you know, London, I just, I'm just going to avoid this game. Unless you're... Mm. There's so many games where I don't like one team. Oh, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing an avoid of one team. Okay. Right. But I'm going to do, if I'm going to avoid a matchup, it'll probably be Bills Titans. Yes, I had the Titans. Definitely. I mean, Bills are just such a good defense. And without Josh Allen playing, if he doesn't play, um, I don't want to really play anyone on this team. I mean, on this whole matchup. Nice. Yep. That's exactly, that was, all about that. That's exactly what I was looking at. I mean, the Bills, that defense, man, they they shut down those Patriots. Nice. 
I mean, like nine punts or something like that, or whatever the hell it was. Last I saw when the for the for the Patriots, and the only touchdown I think the Patriots scored was off that blocked punt, right? So, I mean, pretty crazy, pretty crazy stuff here. So, I think Titans got to avoid them. So. Yeah, there's some good defenses, man. I mean, Bills, Bears, Patriots defense looks unbelievable, um, and also the fantasy studs of the season so far. Out of anybody, the Patriots have been like the number one fantasy studs. Um, Detroit's defense looks really good. The Packers look pretty good besides last week. Vikings have looked good. It's just like a lot of solid defenses. We're supposed to have an offensive revolution. What's going on? I, I don't know. You still have it? I just think, uh, maybe our, um, Maybe our expectations have lowered, so when we see some defensive games, we're like, "Oh, defense is back." Well, that's the thing is, you know, I, I think we uh, we're expecting these thirty-plus point games every week. So when you see a team only score twenty, like you were like, "Oh, shoot, out of the week twenty and 20 we're like, "Ah, that's fucking stupid." Like only score twenty points in a game, like defense really shut them down. It's just like, roast this pick. It's like no, but I'm, I'm saying like we. <laughs> You know, you call a shoot at 20, you know, I'll put, I'll put up 20. But, like, that used to be a lot back, you know, 20 years ago. 20 points was good. Yeah, you put up 20 points, you're like, what, what, what went wrong? Yeah. Um, I don't know, any other? Well, we had, sorry. Yeah, you go. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve, twelve teams, and... Since he's probably going to make 13 score under 20 this week. So that's, that's a hefty amount. We had games like 12 to 10 with the Dallas game, uh, 16 to 10 with New England game, 16 to 6 with Chicago game, 16 to 10 with Carolina game. I mean, this is just like a really heavy defensive week. Could have made a lot of money by picking unders this week. They, they really should have. True. Uh, they should start juicing unders. the balls. Get the score now. Yeah. Like you know, ball. Definitely juice those footballs. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they gotta get back. They gotta talk to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk um, to his juice guy. Well, Tom Brady's juice guy is probably like a vegan, organic, actual juice guy. Um, yeah, right. he definitely is a juice guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, my interesting is. I mean, I could go the obvious. I'm gonna go Minnesota at Giants. Um, Giants are home dogs. Is this Home dog. the, this is gonna be like, I know the Buccaneers game looks better in retrospect, but the first real test of a solid defense for Danny, Danny Dimes or whatever you want to call him, whatever nickname we're going for him. And then I will see if Minnesota can rebound against a much weaker defense. And if Adam Thielen and that pass attack can actually do shit or if Kirk Cousins is just a lost cause. Crap attack. Yeah, I mean, this is interesting. I like the storylines coming into this because if the Vikings lose this game, uh, the purple people eaters are not going to be happy with Kirk Cousins. If he can't get 300 yards or something against this Giants defense, there's going to be some, uh, angry, some questions. Angry drunk Minnesota's. And they're in a very competitive division. Exactly. So like any loss in that, you know, in that, you know, going forward, it's just going to hurt because of how well these teams are playing. But so. let's say Packers are three and one, Bears are three and one, and like, uh, Lions are two one and one. Yeah. So 
they need they need to win. They need to keep pace with the rest of those teams in that division. So, very right. interesting game. One of you two want to go? Yeah, I got one. Um, Packers versus Cowboys. That was the obvious one. Um, both three and zero going into this week. Um, both took uh, tough losses. Packers should have won. Um, bad play calling, much. Um, and the Cowboys just. Man, that was definitely an upset there. Um, just want to see how, how they both rebound mm-hmm. uh, coming into that. I, I this actually also could be the shootout of the week, I think. Um, but I'm really interested to see how both those teams rebound after tough losses. Um, you know, and teams are nipping at their heels in the divisions. So I think it should be a bounce back for both offenses. I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing this game. It should be going. I have um, two. One's a joke. Okay. One is to see which team will break more, um, will break more elimination league hearts between the Cardinals and Bengals. Because you know some people are going to get cute and be like, "Well, I have to use one of these teams eventually." So I'm going with one of those two. True. So which team gets a win first before Cardinals and Bengals? I mean, this is as much of a toilet bowl you're going to get until Washington and Dolphins play each other, and they do play each other this <laughs> this year. Oh, uh, that's happening, um, yeah. So that's going to be fun. But my real one is uh, the Jaguars versus Panthers. Um, which one of these? Which one of these hero quarterbacks between Kyle Allen and Gardner Minshew is going to lose? Is going to break their winning streak? I want to see. Oh, I like them both. It's I think tough. it's gonna be a tie. It's tough. The two best quarterbacks out of the three with Daniel Jones. I don't know which one of these. Well, that's <laughs> I mean, the, uh, no, the the uh, the Kyle Allen duck move he did against JJ Watt was actually an amazing move. Oh yeah! Oh my God! That's and right. And he threw the touchdown. The McCaffrey catch was great. The whole are the Panthers gonna resign Cam Newton? Are they? What what's the chances of him being the Panthers quarterback next year? Is it a Cam is it, Yeah, is it still a hundred percent? No, not hundred percent. I don't think so. I don't think it is. It's tough. I mean, do you franchise tag him then? I mean, that might be more cost efficient for one year. I would like to see, but then if you keep Kyle Allen on the team, they're probably not. If he keeps. Doing decent, they're not gonna want to release him probably what, at well, the end of the year. But is he gonna want to continue to be a backup? It's hard. All right. Well, it's hard to really say anything yet to see you know if Kyle Allen can continue to do what he's doing, and mm-hmm. then how um, if Cam Newton comes back this season. Yeah. Like if he doesn't come back this season, and Kyle Allen performs, I, I don't know if like they that. Maybe they franchise them, but maybe they do like some sort of sign and trade type deal. Like, there'll definitely be a team out there that would want a Cam Newton. But all the bad teams are gonna have four quarterbacks to pick from in the draft. The thing with Cam Newton is he has to be healthy enough where you let him run. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you can't, if you're not, if he's not running anymore, if he's just a pocket quarterback, then he's not a starting quarterback in this league. Yeah. He's not good enough. He's always been the thing has always been that he's the most efficient short yardage runner. Um, once he gets it near 
in the within the five. It's just he's so good at getting touchdowns. Like that's been his thing. If he can't do that because his shoulder, because he's too like they're too afraid to for him to hurt his shoulder, then there's no use. You might as well like it doesn't matter because he's just not good enough of a quarterback to be an above average guy when you take running away. Well, the Panthers use him like a running back. Is he going to have the running back lifespan in the NFL? I don't know. I mean, you don't have to use like use him like a running back, but you can't. You can't be take afraid away to run him on like fourth and two. Yeah, I mean, he, if you he, are, then you take his advantage away. Yeah, he he was the best short yardage back in the league for a couple of years. Hmm. Maybe a lot of on the Dolphins like pull a pull a Dante Culpepper. You know, that's how that's how he'll, he'll finish career on the Dolphins, like Dante Culpepper. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, so that's it for the games this week. And let's go on to a segment that never gets this name changed. It's the Boys of the Week. Y'all know what that means. Dos! You think anyone gets that uh, that movie reference? I don't know. I like it. Oh, I, I do too. I'm just saying. Like, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so somehow Anthony won again last week. <laughs> With two players. Yeah, with two players. Uh, I mean, that's just because our pick sucked. Um, but so Anthony, you got first. Brian, you got second. I got last. Anthony's up 16 points to 10 to 10 against us. So. Wow. So we're in the who's, season. Uh, he's who's keeping score? John again? Yeah. <laughs> John's always <laughs> keeping score. So. I know, I'm just kidding. The, the fact that, the fact that he's not winning right now is, uh, is shocking. Well, I'm just. I know, he gives it, himself all the tiebreakers. I'm just making, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, totally, totally making it seem like um being fair, but then just slowly chip, slowly uh, chip away. Oh, I see how it's smart. John's always like, this one is close. Well, I guess I get the win this week. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait, why do you guess you get the win? <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Um, all right, my first pick will be, I'm going to continue doing it. Until it stops working, I'm going to continue doing it. I am going to go with t- any tight end that plays against the Arizona oh, Cardinals. And I am going with Tyler Eifert to probably only get like 20 pass the receiving yards, but he's going to score two touchdowns because the Cardinals just cannot stop the tight end. What did I say last week? Will Disley went off. Leading receiver for the Seahawks. Score a touchdown. I mean, that was an obvious call. Year of the Disley. Um, there it is. Like, you're the tight end versus the Cardinals. That, that is the narrative. So. Tyler Eifert, going to keep going against the Cardinals until they, until they prove me wrong. All right, Brian, your turn. You want to go tight end? I'm going to go tight end. Mm. I'm going to go, uh, you know, he's playing in, he's playing against Kittle, so he's going to want to show up. Ricky Seals Jones, John's boy. Oh, God, uh, all my 49ers boys. have a good defense, so, um, think they're, they might shut down. I mean, not shut down, but ham, uh, hinder some of those wide receivers on Cleveland, and um, some Seals Jones backup play is going to happen. <laughs> Seals Jones, man, what a name! What a name to come back yeah. in 2019. I love it. I was not even aware he was still in the league. Love it. All right, uh, my first boy of the week will be a uh, a boy I mentioned earlier, Miles Sanders versus the Jets, 4500. Uh, Jets uh, defense is still banged up. They're 
not sure if CJ Mosley is playing. They're not sure if Quinn Williams is playing yet. Um, Miles Sanders has gotten more and more share of the carries. Um, I wouldn't be too worried. I think that was just a random Jordan Howard good game that makes you believe in hope, and then he'll just crush you later. So, Miles Sanders. I'm going like 80 yards and touchdown. All right, my second boy is from a team that did not put up the points they wish they put up last week. And so we're going going to New England for the Patriots, and we're going James White. Okay. Um, Look, the Patriots obviously got shut down pretty hard by the Bills' defense uh, on offense. And James White coming back, I mean, look, the Redskins, they're like, they're playing college football while everyone else is playing NFL football besides the Dolphins. Um, so I'm thinking that Brady, obviously, they're not giving the ball to Michelle. Burkhead is whatever. James White is their real receiving uh, receiving threat. If Goldman can score a receiving touchdown versus, versus the Redskins, I see James White scoring a receiving touchdown. So I'm going 10 receptions for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Put James White into your daily play. That is. Lineups. That's a lot he of receptions. going off this week. I like it. All right. Well, I heard John sigh when you said Patriots. So oh. since I'm picking second, I'm going to go with my Patriot, Philip Dorsett. God damn it. Uh, I knew it. Yeah, Washington's terrible. Dorsett um, has looked good until ne- until last week against the Bills. Nobody's been looking good against the Bills. So I think he has a little bounce back. He finds the end zone. Three catches, uh, 60 yards, and a touchdown. You're a little grade eight bitch there, Brian. <laughs> uh, all right. My second boy of the week will be, he had a quiet week this week, but he's going up a defense that, uh, just got torn up by Marcus Mariota. I'm going Will Fuller versus Atlanta. 4,500 again. Um, it's just, he, he's going to catch a deep one this week. I feel, I feel it in my bones. In your bones. There you go. I was thinking about him too. I would like to see him catch a deep one this week. Just one though. All right. Well, my last boy. Um, you can't pick it based on what they're doing now because the Steelers' defense looks like a stellar defense, but they, of course they're playing the Bengals, who are just absolutely terrible this year. Who are um, running every first and second down. Yeah, I don't know it's what. It's unbelievable. They're down by 21. <laughs> like this whole game they've been down and they run first and second, first and second, first and second. It sounds like an owner who has Boyd um speaking. Well, just I, mean, <laughs> I know. It's, it's I know. Pretty terrible. They have not been passing at all. Um and they're lollygagging up to the line. They're not rushing it. And they don't look like they care if they win this game or not. They just <laughs> seem like they're they, they seem like they're tanking, really. All right. Well, let, based on that, like I said, the sales defense is not as good as they're showing right now. At least they're past defense. So I'm going to go with a wide receiver who is going to get back on track this week, and it's going to be Hollywood Brown. He uh, pretty much shut down um, first the, the Browns defense last week. It was a weird game for the Ravens. They started off really weird. Um, I think he get back on track. He's going to go for over 120 yards and a touchdown. It's going to be a nice game. Nice uh, game back for him. So, I like him looking good. Hollywood's back. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to go with uh, Christian Kirk to have his first breakout game of the year against this terrible Bengals team. Um, 
that just looks increasingly worse every snap of the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pretty pitiful. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go to Christian Kirk to finally break out. I'm going to say he gets uh, triple-digit yards. Okay. And then my, my last boy will be pulling a little audible. I'm going to go with one of my personal boys, Robbie Anderson at Philly. Weak, weak secondary. He's going to get behind the defense for one. He's also going off at 4,500. A little theme going there. Um, so yeah, just, he'll, he'll catch a deep one and, and that'll be that. That's it. Yeah. That's that. That's that. I like it. It's a good way to end it. Alright, do you want to end it or? Right, you, ended it, you ended it last week. Well, you, you yell at me. Just go. <laughs> Alright, well. This is it. We are at the end of the episode. You can um, follow us on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Lens, which is where John is extremely, extremely active answering all of your fantasy football questions, especially on Sundays. Um, don't forget to watch his little videos he posts of uh, uh, Chester picking games. Um, so far, he, not... He was 2-2 two two this week. He was, he's all right. Um, but yeah, we are uh, find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Rate, subscribe, download. We are around every week, and we are Fantasy Lens. See you guys next week. Peace.